Moncrief on News Talk. Now, we've probably all had the experience of driving at night to be suddenly blinded by the lights of an oncoming car. Now, that could be for various reasons, but one is LED headlamps. The College of Optometrists in the UK says that older drivers are avoiding using their cars at night for that reason. Transport consultant Connor Faulkner uh, joins us now. Afternoon, Connor. Good afternoon, Sean. Hi. Uh, Describe what is the difference between an LED headlamp and and a kind of a bog standard one. Yeah, well, the old bog standard one was a halogen light with a filament in it, an old-fashioned light bulb in the headlamp casing. We now use things called uh, light-emitting diodes, which is a more modern type of of light, and it produces something called HID, high-intensity discharge. And what does that mean? It means that the light is cleaner, greener, longer-lasting and more efficient than the old one it replaced, but it also has a slightly bluish-white tinge to it, and and people will recognise that. Sometimes people comment that it seems cold or it seems an artificial form of light. And it definitely looks a little different. I mean, you you can pick out cars that have those headlights. Um, There's no good reason, Sean, why they should be any worse than the older variety for dazzling oncoming drivers. Uh, You know, there's various reasons why a badly set headlight will dazzle an oncoming driver. And it is a pain, can be pretty dangerous. There isn't, to my mind, a really good reason why the new bluey-white modern uh, HID or LED lights should be any worse than the old ones. But the complaints are real, no doubt about it. Yeah. Now, they're saying it's older drivers and that Mm. some of them may have had cataracts, in which case there's a question about them driving at all, Uh, really, (laughs) particularly at night. Uh, So uh, Yeah. Well, you know, perhaps, perhaps, uh, and we'd probably get in trouble for hinting at this, but to some degree when drivers do become elderly, uh, genuinely elderly, they become models of self-regulation. They tend not to take a car out into traffic. They tend not to use motorways. They tend not to drive at night. But there is a real thing that happens, Sean, and it's actually particularly bad in Ireland. Your headlights can drift out of alignment, and that'll dazzle another driver. In Ireland, as a general rule, if you live in a county that has poor road surfaces and lots of potholes, um, the, the vibration that your car suffers will mean that your headlights could easily fall out of alignment. That'll fail your NCT, but even before it does that, you could be driving essentially a cross-eyed car um, where the dipped headlights do not dip correctly to the side of the road and instead uh, you're, you're, you're catching other drivers in the eye. So there's probably something real in there oh. um, and certainly it's a good thing for drivers to check. Uh, have you become cross-eyed because you've been driving over potholes? How, Very do, you, common how, thing. how do you check that, Connor? Well, the NCT will check it for you, and obviously they'll fail you if it doesn't work properly. But even at a relatively simple level, you can check how your lights are working by just doing a little walk around the car. Um, On on a dark evening out summer now, it's bright until all hours. But when it's dark, if you just even sort of park in front of a wall or park in front of your garage and turn your lights on, you can sort of see. Sometimes the difference will be obvious enough to you. Um, When your headlight dips, Uh, it it dips to the left-hand side of the road. Your full beams shine straight ahead. Your dipped headlights are supposed to dip towards the left to stop you dazzling oncoming traffic. Now, there are modern cars where you'll have a setting, a button, that can switch that for driving on the continent. And sometimes people don't know what half the gadgets are in their car, and they could literally have the wrong setting that points to the dipped headlight in the wrong way. That could be something that's going wrong. Or, as I say, 
the headlight itself could be physically shaken a bit by bad roads. We know in Ireland that a county with bad roads relatively is going to have more tyre problems, more steerage problems and more cases of the headlights going out of alignment. It's just a facet of driving on rough roads. Oh my God. So people could could actually unknowingly have their, their headlights pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah, very easily. I mean, back in, in, in years gone by, people remember, the intrepid older people remember when you did drive a car on the continent, one of the things that you got as part of your kit was a set of beam deflectors, which were little stickers that huh. you put onto the headlight itself. And they would cause like a, like a Polaroid glasses, they would cause the light to, to dip in the right direction, a little corrector that you would put on. Nowadays, most cars with their software, you can just pick and choose. You can choose your setting set it please for uh, driving in a left-hand drive scenario uh, and the car will do that and you know it could be the case that unawares you've picked the wrong setting for Ireland so if people are noticing that modern cars seem to be cross-eyed or seem to be dazzling them more these days that could be one of the the explanations I think. Mm. Could it be the case so that some he- headlights are just brighter than others? Yeah, um, and you know, some people will fit modified ones, um, and, and there's nothing wrong with fitting modified ones or customizing your car, but all of those lights have to be properly type approved, and that means European Union type approved. You'll get, unfortunately, some kind of modified car enthusiasts will, will order stuff online from the States or from Asia. Uh, Got to be EU type approved or it's not legal. I'll tell you something else, which is, and maybe this is just me and my prejudices, Sean, but I do think it's true. Cars are getting taller. They're actually physically getting bigger. Mm. Uh, And there's no good reason for that. This is a trend. It's a design fashion that manufacturers are pushing at us. But they seem to think that big is beautiful, perhaps not least because big is expensive. Um, but we, you know, I was talking the other week about the prevalence of SUVs, but the design style is physically making cars taller than they used to be. And I think that combined with SUV shape and physically large headlights, um, it means to me it is plausible that modern cars are causing a bit more dazzle and glare um, than, than their predecessors. So various reasons why it might be true. Um, more anecdote than science there, you might suggest, Sean, but but I do think that it, it, it is it is happening these days out there. You know? I, that's interesting you say that. Just as you were saying that, Carl uh, got in touch to say larger SUV-type cars do have higher-mounted lights due to the size of the car. That's possibly a factor. You certainly see this when one is behind you if you're in a regular yeah, smaller do. car. Got it, and it is blinding if you, if you look in the rearview mirror. Yeah, that's right. And then if the driver behind you is, is, is idiot enough or just isn't concentrating and puts on his high beams, on come the big plasma cannons and it feels absolutely intimidating to other traffic around you. And, you know, there's lots about good light discipline and most motorists should know this. Your car's going to have daytime running lights. If it's built in the last decade or so, it'll have daytime running lights. That means a couple of front lights come on automatically when you turn the car on. Makes you easier to see. Beyond that, you should use dipped headlights when conditions are in any way dodgy. And when you're driving on the open road, be very careful not to use your full beams unless you need to, because they'll dazzle oncoming traffic. And if oncoming traffic is a truck, his cab might be significantly higher up than his own headlights, which could mean you're dazzling him before you notice his headlights. Uh, so be truck aware. And as I say, particularly if you're in one of these modern SUVs that has all sorts of bells and whistles on it, there is no need to turn on the enormous 
plasma cannons that could floodlight a football stadium uh, unless you really <laughs> truly need them. The, and I assume that there are some sort of regulations as to how bright or not headlights should yeah. be. Very strict and very detailed. They're all covered by European type approval. Uh, and EU type approval covers everything in a car that you might manufacture or sell in the European Union. And absolutely everything is in there, from the shape of the wing mirrors to the rubber compound of the tyres to the nature of the fuel that it can use to the permitted emissions out of the tailpipe. And included also in that is the the type of lights. The lights are all laid down in law. You can't have a red light at the front of a vehicle, for example. You can't ever display a blue light that's reserved for the emergency services. And the lights that you do have, indicators, brake lights, fog lights, and your main lights, they're all governed in terms of maximum lumens and beam angles and all there's a whole load of technical specifications as big as a phone book but from our point of view what it actually means is whenever you buy a light or a car uh, in the European Union it should meet European Union rules but as I say sometimes people get around that they'll you know they'll buy them from a you know custom enthusiasts club based Mm -hmm. somewhere in the US uh, and they'll get them imported and they'll think, wow, my car looks fantastic. Now, by the way, it probably looks silly, but if you think it looks fantastic, good for you. Um, but the main thing is that if it's not an EU-type approved light properly installed, that car will fail the NCT. Um, and a lot of people get pretty frustrated by that. They say, you know, these lights cost me $800 and they're brilliant. Well, they may be brilliant in Texas, but they don't need EU law. So you, you've got to be pretty careful about modifying your car in any way. Yeah. Um, but as I say, when, w- w- once you've got properly EU approved lights in your car, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do it. On a kind of related note to that, Connor, and we're, into, we're mm. getting dangerously into cranky old man territory here. But like <laughs> but, people who have cars and or motorbikes and for some reason take the silencers off them and go, my car, now you can hear it in the neighboring county. Like, what's that? about i know it is absolutely ridiculous it for me look it's it's a fashion and it's a trend and some people genuinely do like it they'll fit these sort of flower pot exhausts to the back of a car and and make an ordinary car engine sound like it's a rally car um now look to each their own there's no reason why you shouldn't do that if you really want to um to me i just i just don't like that fashion um, but there, here I am, literally being a grumpy old man. But but you started it, Sean. Yeah, I did. But, you know, when I'm trying to get to sleep at half seven in the evening, these feckers are waking me up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, you swallowed me false Ireland teeth the other night there. <laughs> <laughs> there are parts in Ireland or places in Ireland where that really is an issue. And um, people will complain about antisocial driving and noisy cars. Um, look, that's an enforcement thing. It's a behaviour thing. Um, and, and as a general rule, if, you know, if you're buying a car or anything that goes into a car, it's going to have to be EU-type approved. Uh, and if it isn't, you're looking at an NCT failure or, or, or trouble when you meet guards. So, yeah. so best to avoid that. Yeah. Connor, thanks a million. Uh, Rock of sense as ever. Uh, Connor uh, Faulkner there. A lot of uh, comments on this, actually, uh, by the way. So it sounds like it's not... Uh, uh, this is quite seems to be quite a common experience. I'm not an older driver. I'm a courier, and those bloody lights are dangerous, especially on country roads in brand new cars. I might add, so they can't be all out of alignment. Uh, Dan says uh, some of them LEDs are a pain, or is it just me getting old and cranky? Many times I pulled in thinking I was being flashed over from behind or by the guards. 
Uh, Eddie says, my optician told me that the new blue lights and headlights are really bad for our eyes and damaging them. Well, we don't know if that's actually true or not. I don't know what kind of research your optician did into that. Uh, Someone else says, the main issue with the new cars and lights is the automatic dip function, which doesn't activate until the oncoming driver is in the ditch. Uh, someone else says, ah, Jesus, when are we going to get self-driving cars that drive in themselves to the garage when they need their lights fixed? It all seems to be five years away. I'm so tired about worrying about car maintenance. I want to sleep in my car when travelling at night. I know we all do, Baba, but, you know, there's a kind of, I think there's some degree of concern that at the moment with self-driving cars, they'll kill people. Uh, bring back the old orange filters for indicators much more readily visible uh, to the other drivers, says Una. As opposed to, yeah, you know, the wheel like on modern cars now, the indicator has this kind of pulsing line across it rather than just a, a light that goes on and off. Uh, automatic head uh, light beams don't always work, uh, says another texter. Uh, many of them are dirty. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.